grace and glory from the highest realm now comes to us. Oh, some of the religious higher ups said, who stood off from the possession. They didn't want to be in that group of shouting people there to this guy riding a donkey. They said to Jesus, Teacher, order your followers at once to stop saying all these things. And Jesus responded, Listen to me. If my followers were silenced, the very stones would break forth with praise. Listen, I don't want a stone to take my place. I'm going to give him some praise. Listen, there's some stones in here that need to be liberated this morning. Just say, say Jesus. Say Jesus, I love you. Say hallelujah. Now if you can't shout, just say oh me. Let's just bless the Lord. He's good. Lord, you're good. You're good. They didn't like all that. Jesus. When Jesus caught sight of the city, I wasn't going to read this, but it, I think it's so important. When he caught sight of the city, he burst into tears with uncontrollable weeping over Jerusalem. Anybody been weeping over Skytook or your city? The Lord says, cry out to this place where I've sent you. For in its welfare, you will have welfare. Saying, if only, if only, you could have recognized that this day, peace is within your reach. Listen, there's some of you today, peace is within your reach. Whether you're on Facebook or whether you're here, I'm telling you, the God of peace is here. We sang about that. Listen, we had a meeting yesterday morning, pastor's meeting here. Now, I've been doing that for probably close to 30 years. It's the best one I've ever been to. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God came. We had 10 people there, six pastors, six churches anyway represented. But God met with us. It was awesome. Dixie was talking to you about that doctor. There was so much peace in there, I couldn't hardly stay awake. It was about to put me to sleep. I mean, just peace. Don't you want peace? There's people would give, they'd, they'd empty their bank account to have peace. They can buy anything, they can go anywhere, but you can't buy peace. Jesus paid for our peace. Come on, it, it's yours. He, di he just wants you. If you had only recognized that this day peace was within your reach, but you cannot see it. There's people today, they, they can't see it. They don't get it. For this day is soon coming when your enemies will surround you. Hem you in on every side, lay siege to you. They will crush you to pieces, your children too. And they will leave your city totally destroyed since you did not, since you would not recognize God's day of visitation. You will see your day of devastation. That's true to that city. That happened. But listen, that's true to, in a person's life too if we don't recognize his day of visitation. The world's full of people. Oh, I, I'm going to someday. 
I'm going to someday. Even Christians. Oh, I'm going to start doing that. Oh, I'm going to give that up. That's easy. But we just never get around to it. We miss our day. Listen, we're, we're crying out to God for things for our country, things for our city, things for our church. But there's things God is wanting us to get to be a part of. There was, there was such a great reception to Jesus as He came in with all, all this praising and honor and glory. And listen, that's part of it. And I, and I understand I didn't grow up in a church where that was part of it. I've told you before, I thought they just sang those songs till everybody got there. But, I mean, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be worship and getting to know Him. And it's a process of us growing into Him. But I want to read you just a few verses out of uh, Luke 21 where Jesus gave some predictions. Now here's where He's talking about when He's coming back again. Now they praised Him as He rode in, realizing who He was. Expect to witness amazing and perfecting signs with the sun, the moon, the stars, the raging of the sea will bring desperation and turmoil to many nations. Listen, there's a lot of people in fear just over this war. And it's in another country. And we do need to pray for them. And I want to talk some more about that. Earthquakes will bring panic and disaster. What men see coming to the earth will cause the fear of doom to grip their hearts. For they will even see the powers of the heavenly realm shaken. Didn't we read that up maybe last week? Everything's going to be shaken, will be shaken. Oh, you remember how firm you are until the money's already run out and it's just the tenth of the month? Or you get a phone call you didn't expect? And at last, when you see how the Son of Man comes surrounded with a cloud, listen, we'll be joyous, but there'll be a a lot of people panicked, surrounded with a cloud, with a great power and miracles, in the radiance of His splendor, and with great glory and praise. It will make you jump for joy, for the time of your transformation has arised. We'll be here, then we'll be there. We'll be with Him. This body will be gone. We'll be, we'll be a new person again. In Christ Jesus, but it's a glorious time. But you know, some people would read that scripture and I really wanted to say they'd just be spitless. They wouldn't have anything to say. That would just so shake them that God is really going to come back. Jesus is going to come back like that. He's coming. He's coming for some today. Oh. You know, sometimes, well, let me ask you, did Jesus come as a king or a servant? He came as a servant. He did. And we're to be called servants of God. One, one of the, the men yesterday prepared the meal here. 
He said sometimes being a servant is uh, very inconvenient. He said, I went to Walmart Friday and bought everything for our, our breakfast yesterday morning. And he said, I checked out and left, but I left one bag there. Didn't know it till nine after nine Friday night. So he said, I didn't fully dress. I just jumped in my shoes and had on some sweats, ran to Walmart, had my receipt. They knew it. They gave me my stuff. Went out and I get in my truck and it won't start. And since I was in a hurry, I didn't bring my cell phone. So he walks about a half a mile on past our house to a man he knows well. And he gets there and the guy's got his gate closed. So he said, you know, it's getting close to 10 o'clock, but now I said, I don't want to wake him up. So he walks on up to another friend's up on top of J. Vine Hill somewhere. He said, it's just inconvenient sometimes being a servant. <laughs> I mean, a point well made, huh? But Jesus came as a servant. But sometimes we hit, I'll say, a bump in the road. Sometimes when we just, something else comes up, confronts us, and we just need to really hear God about it. And Dixie and I were praying Friday night, and I was, I knew the Lord was trying to remind me of a scripture, and it really got me because I had trouble. I said, I hadn't thought about that scripture in a while. You know, you can memorize one and lose it. And I, I even had a little trouble. Oh, yeah, that's where it's at. And it's uh, put up that scripture <clears throat> in Romans uh, 5.17. For if by the transgression of the one, Adam, Death reigned through the one. Much more, say much more. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life with Christ Jesus. Now, have you received that abundance of grace and a gift of righteousness? Come on, we're called to rule and reign with God. <clears throat> I don't know how many times yesterday I went over that verse just to keep that renewed within me and one of the healing verses is uh, 811 Romans 811 for the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he that raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your body by his spirit that lives within you that, that's now while you're alive that's that resurrection power that we, we sang about a while ago we need to know these verses. <clears throat> I've got a point to this. While I was trying to find that one verse, and I wanted to read it in the Passion, and I thought I was on the wrong page, and, and I read this verse out of Romans uh, 4.18. And there's a part of that verse that caught my attention. It jumped out at me, and it said, He took God at His word. He took God at His word. Against all, this is Abraham, against all odds, when he, 
When it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. He took God at his word. As a result, he became the father of many nations. God's declaration over him came to pass. Your descendants will be so many they will be impossible to count. What are you taking, believing God for that you can say, I'm taking God at his word? What have, have you got a word from God that you can stand on? Have you got a verse? Have you got a verse that stands out to use? Something you're believing God to do. Listen, this world situation's a mess. But our God's faithful and he's created you and I to live through this time. It's not the end of the world. But it's a changing world. The world's always changing. I don't like it. But you know what? That's the way we are. That's the way it is. I wish it was back like it. Well, I could go way back with that. You didn't have to lock your doors or worry about anything. But we want that resurrected king. He's resurrecting me. Abraham took God at his word. Here's some things I heard this week. In Christian colleges and universities, the enrollment has increased this year. In secular college and university, the enrollment this year is down one million. And that's really good news. That's good news. I had lunch with a brother this week. Hadn't been out of college too long. And he said, if I had a child, I w I'd send him to a tech or something. I would not send him to a college or university unless they just had to have a particular degree. And I said, why? He said, they'll come back hating God, the country, and their parents. Now, that's terrible, isn't it? I mean, that's terrible. God and country was enough. I couldn't believe that. You know, that's kind of where we're at in a lot of things that's going on in this country. They said that they believe by 2030, half of the secular college and universities would be shut down because their money is drying up. Christian schools are doing good. I'm telling you, God's on the move. There's some people awakening up. Moms for Liberty's got a group where they're working on school boards and getting people elected, and that's what that meeting uh, tomorrow night will be about. But, you know, our government has given money to some large churches so they would tout you taking the shots. T.D. Jakes had Dr. Fauci at his church. Come on, I'm telling you, God is going to rattle some things and expose some things that's not right. They have tried to get us to where we'll conform to everything. I even went in a place the other day. I called, had to call before you could walk in. I called and they said, uh, we're, everybody's busy, just wait. I just walked on in without a mask. Nobody told me to put one on then. You know, but they want to control us. They're trying to get us so if they say something, we'll just all line up like a column of ducks and walk out and do whatever they say. Listen, that's right. They're the quack. 
Lord, you're, you're good. Our, our, our world, this war, these shortages, do you know that Ukraine is the bed basket of Europe? It's really the bed basket, basket of the world. There, there's more wheat, barley, big major crops like that come from there. And I'm praying for the Ukrainian people. But remember, the one world government headquarters was in Ukraine. So God's exposing some things. I pray for Putin. I pray for the president of Ukraine. We need to pray for all these things. But you know what? Pray, 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 and believe God. We need to ask him <coughs> for direction in our lives. Because last month, Mayor Pete, you know who Mayor Pete is? He's over the transportation industry of this United States. Buttigieg, whatever his name is. He made headlines when he said very seriously that the obvious solution for dealing with insanely high gas prices is go buy your electric vehicle. And here's a 22-year-old woman called Di Diabola, or Little Devil, who is accused of luring five teens to an MS-13 massacre, reported licking the victim's blood off her lips as members brutally murdered the young men. She's now facing charges for murder. I'm telling you, this is the world we're living in today. We better have the hand of God over. We better dwell in that secret place of the Most High, huh? Oh, and second grade students in New Jersey, public school will, leave, will receive lessons in gender identity and climate change this fall. Joe Biden's Justice Department is hiring 131 new attorneys to make January 6th prosecutions. Those guys are bad. A second continent has bowed to the vaccine passport this last week. <clears throat> Australia joined Africa and India in, India in mandating these vac vaccine passports. And shockingly, half of the states in America are developing or considering passports, vaccine passports. I mean, that's just the crazy world we're living in today. And yet God has prepared us to live in this day and time. It did not slip up on God. He is still large and in control overall. But He left some things for us to rule. Uh, <clears throat> to the sons of men. And yet you've made them a little lower in God and yet you've crowned them with glory and majesty and you've placed all things under their feet? Read Psalms 8. It's all in there. Lord, you've put it all in there. Lord, you have blessed us. Have you read, uh, heard about Chris Reed's dream? He's part of Rick Joyner's organization. He's to be Rick, take over after Rick. He had a dream and in this dream, he had a $50, no, a man in a black suit had a $50 bill. And someone walks up and tears off one-third of it. Short story of it, then someone comes up and they tear off half of it. 
it's a, it's a dream. It's I've got it post, posted. I know on my Facebook you can find it. It's really worth hearing. I heard him and Chuck Pierce and Cindy Jacobs talk about it yesterday. So, uh, I mean, there's some things happening in our country. They're really talking about this digital takeover, you know, of, of finances. But God is still alive. We need to pray about this upcoming election. There's some things can still be changed. But be sure to keep God's blessing on your finances. <clears throat> it's not a time to back up. Excuse me, I've got to have a drink. You know that uh, Russia has attached to their ruble gold. Now, gold used to back our money. Nothing backs our money. So that's going to change the whole world's money system. Just something else to pray about, think about. Lord, you're God. Types. See... There's, there's about three types of people in about every, every meeting. You have the lost, you've got the saved, and you've got those that are, being, that are disciples that are hearing God's voice and being led by Him. I tell you, when that tragedy happened in Jerusalem, and Jerusalem was destroyed, the temple was destroyed, those that had ears to hear had left before. Listen, we need to know how to prepare for these days. We don't need to do it in fear. The spirit of fear is not from God. You'll just know that's, that's part of that antichrist spirit that wants to battle all of us. Let's look at Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 7. I want to read you some verses here. In, <clears throat> in fact, the mind focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to His direction because it cannot. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. But when the Spirit of Christ empowers your life, is the Spirit of Christ empowering your life? That's a good place to say amen or oh me. You're not dominated by the flesh, but by the Spirit. And if you're not joined to the Spirit of the Anointed One, that's Jesus, you're not of Him. He'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. Now Christ lives in you if you're a believer. And even though your body may be dead because of the effects of sin... His life-giving Spirit imparts life to you because you are fully accepted by God. Some of you need to really believe that. That you're fully accepted by God. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you haven't done. If you've asked for forgiveness, you are accepted by Him. I'm going to have to amen myself here. Come on, y'all, 
Where, where's the shouting that goes with the triumphal entry? Where is that for the Spirit-filled believers that believe in Jesus? Is it just, oh me, this is just another day? It's not the Spirit of God alive in us. It's the Spirit of God not moving. Yes, God raised Jesus to life. And since God's Spirit of resurrection lives in you, He will also raise your dying body to life by the same Spirit that breathes life into you. His Spirit, if, it's, if you're saved, His Spirit, if you're believing, is breathing life into you right now. He's strengthening you. I believe for people get healed in here today. Just sitting in here. You don't have to have somebody lay hands on you. The Spirit of God, that's resurrection power. That's who He is. Listen, they're going to have some great meetings in Tulsa with Morio Marilla. 21st and 22nd. I'll give you better news than that. You don't have to wait. You can have it today. He's the same God. It's the same Jesus. If you'll just get your receiver on. Just plug into Him. So then, beloved ones, the flesh has no claim on us at all. That's great news. You can stomp your feet. That old thing that's defeated me, Jesus has defeated it. And we have no further obligation to live in obedience to Him. For when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. And some of you need to really hear that. Because Jesus isn't Lord, that means you're about to die. In that spirit realm. You are about to die. But if the spirit of the flesh puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, we then taste His abundant life. Isn't that good? But if the life of the Spirit puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, we then taste His abundant life. The mature children of God, King James and New Americans says those who are led by the Spirit. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses. Of the Holy Spirit. That's what I had an impulse of the Holy Spirit. When I read that verse the other morning. That said. Abraham just believe what God said. He said that's enough. That settles it. And you. Did not receive. The spirit of religious duty. Come on now. This ought to be shouting. Leading you back. Into the fear. Of never being good enough. Is there anybody that have not felt like at times you weren't good enough? See, I mean, that has dogged every one of us. That's, that's come at every one of us. You didn't do enough. You didn't pray enough. You didn't read enough. Bless God. You're, see, that old condemning religious thing wants to battle us. And that's why I, I want to read this translation. You did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received, amen, the spirit of full acceptance. You're fully accepted. You're in, he's enfolded you into the family of God. And you never feel orphaned. For as He raised up within us 
our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection. Beloved Father, Abba Father is another translation. We're not orphans. He didn't leave us. He said, I'll never leave you. In fact, he said, I'll send you one just like me. David, that's a mighty Holy Spirit lives within you. He's just like Jesus. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? He may tell you to jump up and run around the building and shout. As he raised up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, Beloved Father. Can you call him Beloved Father? Abba Father, Holy Father. I promise you, Father loves you. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us. As he whispers into our innermost being, You are God's beloved child. You are God's beloved child. How many times have we sang, You're a good, good father? And since we are his true children, we qualify to share all his treasures. For indeed, we are heirs of God Himself. And since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that He is and all that He was. We will experience being co-glorified with Him provided that we accept His suffering as our own. We are qualified to share in the treasuries of our Father. The prodigal son did that. Dad, I want my part. And he blew it. We say, Father, what do you want me to be about today? What's the next move? You probably don't have a five-year plan. You don't need one. Just one for a day would be enough. Just walk and believe him, him today. I want to show you two, two or three more verses. I mentioned this uh, Psalms 8 a while ago. I want to look at Psalms 8 verse 2. You have built a stronghold by the songs of children. Strength rises from the chorus of infants. This kind of praise has power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Now, Listen, if you've got any doubt about whether you ought to be praising and worshiping God, and you're wondering why you can't stop the demonic things that are coming at you, and why you don't have peace, you, you need to practice this verse. This kind of praise has power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. I praise God. I praise God. We worship Him. He is working out everything you and I need. Psalms 138.8 You, O Lord, will accomplish what concerns me. They used to say, if you've got a dog in the fight, then you better be in the fight. You get in the fight. You utter that childlike praise. You cry out to God about things. You stand up and scream and holler, God, there is no way I can do this. I'm sunk if you don't come through. Oh, Peter prayed a prayer like that one time. He said, 
Jesus, help. I'm sinking. He answered that prayer, didn't he? I mean, he didn't have to get on his knees. He didn't have to confess his unbelief. He just cried out for help. But you know what? He was pretty honest about it, wasn't he? He might even been desperate. He knew he was going to the bottom of the sea if Jesus didn't come through. And I'm going to tell you, there's believers going to go to the bottom of the sea. Listen, you can be saved and go to heaven, but if you're not letting Jesus lead you and guide you, you're missing out on what he's got for the day. Plus, whatever rewards you'll have in heaven. You're, you're just wanting a ticket to get to heaven. My dad said, if that's all there is to it, somebody ought to just preach salvation, get them saved, shoot them, get them out of here. Because we're, but we're here for a purpose. I love that. This kind of praise has, no, has power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Now, Psalms 5, verse 3. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice. This is King David. And I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. He meets God early in the morning. Every morning, here's what I love about it. Every morning, I will lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. He's really saying, God, I'm laying my pieces of my life out and you can have it and do with it whatever you want to do. I am here for you. I am on the altar myself. He didn't put a bull or a calf or a goat or a sheep. He said, I'm putting me on there. And that's what he wants us to do. And I, I promise you, as we do these things, God will come through. He always comes through. He doesn't all, you don't always sense His presence. It's not always glory, hallelujah. But it's a test for you to keep walking and believing. Look at Abraham. He just said, I'm going to believe you. Did God not come through? A man that had a barren wife and God says that descendant, you won't be able to count the kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, in unbelief, you could say, really? What else are you telling me about? But Abraham chose to believe that. And we see it today. We have lived, we see what God promised him has come true. Listen, what God has promised you, if you don't let it be stolen from you, it's going to happen. For it's God who's working in you to will and work for His good pleasure. Psalms, uh, excuse me, Luke 31, 21, 34 says, but be careful, just the A part of the verse, be careful that you never allow your heart to grow cold. It's possible to let your heart grow cold. Let's just stand and get ready to worship Him. Don't start the music yet, Alan. Lord, we just bless you and worship you. Come on, where are you at in this process this morning? Are you, what is the triumphal entry of Christ changed in your life? What's He doing in your life today? 
Maybe you're like I was the other morning. I really needed a word. And God just says, Abraham chose to believe me. There's times you just stand and believe. There's times he'll tell you something you need to do or stop doing. But just bring your life before God like David did and said, God, I'm putting my life on the altar. I want you to shine on my life. I tell him, Lord, melt my cold heart. Romans 5, 5 says the Holy Spirit sheds abroad the love of Jesus in our lives. Lord, shed abroad more of your love in my heart. Holy Spirit, do that. See, give the Holy Spirit realm. Give him, give him room. There's some of you, you know God's got things for you. You know you're in bondage. You're, you're in fear. The enemy's got you tied up. You're, I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm not saying you're not born again. I'm just saying he's got more for every one of us. I know he's got more for me. If we just touch the hem of his garment, that was enough, wasn't it? Just help me, Jesus. And he rescued Peter. Lord, we just come to you. We bless you. We just bless you, Lord. Just come. Whatever you need from God. We want to agree with you. We want to pray with you. We want to believe with you. But let's celebrate his life in reality in our lives. And not just say, yeah, we heard about the triumphal entry. Let's talk about the triumphal entry, what God's doing in our lives. Come on. Let somebody give Jesus praise. Worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never fail Oh my God will never fail I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the
Just don't leave carrying something you wish you'd left here. You ought to be able to stand before God without fear, guilt, or doubt. You're a son. You're a daughter of the Most High God. We bless you, Lord. Come on, he's going to turn it for good, that thing that looks desperate for you. By your faith, by your praise, by your standing, believing him. We bless you, Lord. As he is, so am I in the world. Say that one. Believe that one. As Jesus is, so are we in the world. Go pray for someone you meet this week. Give them a word. Just give God an opportunity to step into their life. You've been those hard things you've been through. He's going to turn it for good. God didn't cause the evil to come. He didn't cause evil to come in. My father's a good father. My physical dad never created evil for me. He prayed me out of a lot of evil. Lord, your word says our praise can back the enemy off, can stop him, this demonic assignment. So we choose to praise you. We choose to bring you glory and honor. We choose to honor you, Lord, in every way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, I've given a lot of words this morning. What's God said to you this morning? Somebody come and say, God's told me this. God showed me this. we had a verse that we're standing on and the Lord's given me this a long time ago and I'm just going to declare it again if you will walk in my ways that is remain faithful and perform my service then you will also govern my house and have charge over my courts and I will give you free access to my presence and that's in Zechariah and I, the Lord's given me that and I'm standing on that, that verse but um, to this young man right here
the Lord is this young man right here, standing right here, square in okay. front of me. This one. I just, the Lord is just kind of like, you have a great light that comes off of you, and it, obviously His presence beams from you. But um, I heard the word disappointment. And so I just speak to the disappointment and just ask the Lord just to heal you totally. And I know you have a smile on your face, but I, I know what I heard. And it's probably disappointment people. And um, so I know you're not going to let that distract you. And so I just pray that um, that disappointment that the Lord will just um, totally um, heal that disappointment and that it won't skew you in any way for, from looking at people in, in the wrong way through ministry and, and how you minister to others and that um, I know you all are together but I don't I don't know you know what, what your path looks like but whether it's together or apart that um, that the Lord will just continue just to lead you exactly where He's wanting you to go, and because you are needed in the body of Christ, and so don't let that disappointment tear you away because it hurts. It hurts a lot, and so. I just pray that the Lord will just um, take that off of you, that hurt, that it's almost like I heard him say, this is a hospital today for you guys. And Dr. Jesus is here for you guys to heal every disappointment, to heal everything of your heart that has wanted to be hurt by the religious, good-minded people <laughs> that, that you are here today not by accident you are here by design and i don't know if you're ever coming back or not you're welcome to come back but you're here today just to to receive a part of the healing that he has for you so we i just lift up the name of jesus over your lives we bless you i pray that the lord will just so empower you and so overtake you and so overwhelm you both because he's bigger than all the disappointments and all of the hurt and all of the things that people want to do to us in church. You guys are leaders. You have a call on your life. And I just pray that, that you will get there quickly. Whatever that looks like. And maybe it's not to... I don't know what it looks like. But you'll just get someplace where you can really be taken care of and and the lord can minister his life back to you and i just pray his blessings over you this morning in jesus name yes she does yeah lift up my sister to you in jesus name amen what the enemy meant for evil the lord's turning for good for him and for Sergis son, I just tell me your name. All of a sudden, I Adam. Yeah, I I just really saw that the Lord has really set you apart. He has really set you apart, and there may be a struggle sometimes because of um, 
you want to get into things or do things and it doesn't always work out that way and it's the protection of the lord and um i i just know that he's got a real call on your life and he had that's the word what i heard was is he has set you apart and and it's for him and you know that and you're okay with that and so i just can urge you to continue to yield your heart to him i bless you i'm glad you're back (laughs) don't wait another 10 years to come back (laughs) tell your mom i said hello yes i told him that too (laughs) any other words did you have something debbie okay serge you can greet the people and pray for us as we go. <laughs> yeah, I. It's it's nice to be back in. What's up, Richard? <laughs> it's nice to be back here. I've always felt a connection. I was telling the family here. I've always felt a connection here, and uh, even after I left, I just feel a connection. I pop in online every now and then and drop a little note to. Stella every now and then just I just love it just love it there's a connection here and it'll be for life I know it will be and uh I love the word that was shared today and uh I just want to pray over this place right quick if if you guys are good with that so God we thank you for the light this this church is this congregation is to this community father God we thank you that you have set this place to be a part but not only that you've placed it as a city on a hill You've highlighted this place, not even here, just just throughout the world, Father God. But we thank you for the call of God on this place, for the call of God on on the people of this place. God, we thank you for raising up servants to serve you, to serve your church from this place. And God, we thank you. We thank you for the fire that's in, in this place. This morning, I just saw this altar, and it was an altar of fire, an altar of blaze just burning things away. And I feel that in lives even now, even the prayer you prayed over Cassie and Jason. And I wanna say one thing to you. I saw something earlier, and what I saw was, it was like you've tapped into, uh, it's like a well, but then there's another well right underneath it. And the Lord's saying it's untapped, but he's gonna break it and untap it. And I don't know what that looks like. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. And it goes along with what you've been through. And it's going to like explode. It's like what he's given you, you're going to be given it. And you already are, but whoa, it's going to be twice as powerful. Amen. So anyway, yeah. I bless you guys. I thank you for welcome us, welcome, welcoming <laughs> us here this morning. <laughs> and I just love you, Pastor. <laughs> love you. Amen. Amen. Isn't God good? Yes. And he's got a bigger family than we know about. So as he said the second well, <laughs> you've worked on the top well, the old pumps. Yep. The next one's a spring. As it breaks, it will bubble up. There will no be no more toil. It's going, and I don't know any of your, whatever he was referencing, but it's a spring that's been capped. Yep. And when it comes forth, it will spring yep. forth. There won't be a toil. It's going no. to be an ease that comes Amen. from. That is very much confirmation because he was just telling me that right over here earlier. So that is exactly right on. So thank you. Don't forget to sign up for Passover. Next. Lord bless you.
Let's enlarge his kingdom this week. In Jesus' name, amen.